Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Joined by Jacob Warren as it is almost game week for some teams. It is actually, if you're Vanderbilt, you're headed to Hawaii. So that's strange, but with James, (laughs) I'm Dave Booker. And I want to remind you to hit that subscribe and like button so we can show up on your YouTube feed more often. Uh, Jacob's appearance is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth the drive. More about Bassey Lawn and Garden and Toro. Count on it after this and uh jacob you're you're here i imagine you guys just like media members and everybody else get a little bit more excited and uh it is it is right around the corner especially with a thursday night game yeah for sure it's like you said even with a thursday night game everything's kind of accelerated you know it's it's um you look at the calendar and it's just about a week away right about a week and a half and super exciting obviously getting into just thinking about playing someone other than your own teammates, right? Like we've been going against each other in spring ball and then in fall camp and competing against each other. And so it's exciting to finally uh, get the opportunity and start preparing for, for someone else, I guess. How much, if at all, do you do that? Look at an opponent the first couple, three weeks in camp, or is it more just about self-evaluation getting better? Yeah. Camp fall camp is truly just about, us it's about just working out all the little kinks that that we're trying to get figured out and um installing plays that's where a majority of it is just installing our our playbook and making sure that everyone has reps of the plays that we're going to be kind of putting in based on whatever the defense or whatever teams we see on film that we feel like would be would be advantageous to run so uh fall camp is strictly just us and just trying to get better um, alignments and assignments and details and technique. I do this about every time, don't I? I'll show it again. Um, get back. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, fall camp's obviously about us. And then once you get out of camp and get into the more like closer to the season, about two weeks out, and then you start start focusing on on the other guys. How, how much of this offense can improve? For, and I don't want you to give anything away, but from a schematic standpoint. Because if I'm Josh Heupel and I walk in, I know Jacob Warren's strengths and weaknesses, and the same for every other player. And I'm also yeah. an offensive player that I step in, and I have a rough idea of what the philosophy is. It just seems like this offense could take a, I want to say quantum leap, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but it seems like it could take a significant leap from year one to year two just based off knowledge. Yeah, that's – so what you mentioned at the beginning, kind of the coaches understanding us and us understanding the coaches is now we've gotten to the point where, you know, say we're <clears throat> running a situation or something, call it two minute or we're running third down situations or third and short, whatever. Um, like I kind of begin to think about, you know, what Coach Golish, what Coach Heupel is thinking about, you know, what plays might I anticipate that they're going to call and what reasons where they're going to call it. You know what I mean? So instead of just knowing that we run this play or they called that play and I'm going to run it, understanding as to why they're calling it, right? They see safety rotation or they've been seeing something in the defense for the past 
two drives and we talked about it on the sidelines and now it's time to go out there and actually make the adjustment and go and go um, capitalize on it. Right. And so I think that's the biggest thing that going into this next season is being able to have that that firm understanding of the playbook and then being able to make adjustments and everyone being on the same page um, rather than kind of being limited to um, just the cookie cutter. Like this is the book. This is what the book says. Run this route this way. You know what I mean? Because you get into before, but now you're able to, you know, you're able to say, okay, on this route, if the defender does this, I'm going to stop. I'm going to kind of settle or, or I'm going to feel space in a zone or, or things like that, that the quarterback and the receivers need reps on, need time, need a whole spring and a whole fall to really get under their belt. And um, now we have two. So, right. So it's, it's um, exciting to kind of just think about the opportunities in that way. Is it, and, and please want to encourage people to hit subscribe and like, so J- Jacob and I can show up on your YouTube feed more often, but is it an offense that after a year plus under your belt, um, is a little bit more free flowing perhaps than, than some other offenses you've been a part of. I don't want to undermine the discipline and everything that goes in with it, but it does feel right. like you guys are allowed the opportunity to, again, a freelance may not be the right w- word, but hopefully you get what I'm digging at here. I, I think I kind of understand what you're saying. I think it's, it definitely is an offense that the players are asked to go out and, create plays you go out you're asked to go out and and make something out of maybe not nothing but capitalize on all the opportunities that you're given and um it involves a lot more thinking on at the skill position um than it would if say were you to just run some basic drop back pass where you know like i said every earlier like the cookie cutter right like this guy has a post this guy has a dig you have a flat and that's it like there's no options there's no adjustments there's no hot checks you know what i mean there's just you're kind of stuck in 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 the scheme right and this offense allows guys to you know take that same scheme whether it's a post and a dig or whatever and um if you see something and you know just like you're playing in the backyard like okay i'm open let me stay here or i'm not open let me run to grass let me go find my find space and just trust the quarterback to be on the same page and to to throw you open or to know that you're going to settle in that hole because he feels the zones too, right? Better than anybody else. He can see everything. So he sees something before we see it. And it's just a matter of us also seeing it and being on the same page in that, in that regard. Uh, Somebody told me that there were times that Hendon Hooker was correcting play calls from the coaches. Uh, It sounds like he's got a really good (laughs) grasp of, of what's going on offensively. He does. Yeah. He's um, and they've given him the freedom to be like, Hey guys, like, this look is not like, I don't think we want to run it into this. Like I was, I was looking at it and it like, give me something else. You know what I mean? Like change the play, please. Because like, he just can see that, you know, whether it's the front that, that like the, the defense alignment are in, or he can feel pressure coming off an edge and, and have the ability to check the play or um, whatever it may be. It, it's cool to have a quarterback that's one smart enough and two that they trust enough to be able to, to take that into his own hands and make, and make play calls. So then, he has more ability to do things at the line than he did in just a year. That's pretty crazy because this time a year ago, he wasn't even supposed to be the starter. That's pretty impressive. For sure. And I mean, that's, it's kind of, it's a lot of the stuff that they do is built in to our offense. You know what I mean? It's, it's not necessarily able to do, obviously I know that's not what you're saying either, but it's not necessarily like something that, you know, they just have a higher, higher order of thinking or whatever. It's just very, um, 
you know, going into the second year, they've seen these concepts and they've seen what we do and they know what works and they know what doesn't. And they spend a lot of time with Hosley and with Golish and Hype just talking about the most ideal situations to put us in. And um, as long as everybody's on the same page, like, like I said, like they trust him and they're the ones that I've told him to do it and that I've taught him how to do it and when to do it. And so um, him just being a good listener and a good learner uh, was able to pick it up and hopefully it'll be really, really good for us this year. Okay. So, Obviously, protecting the passer is going to be key with this offense mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. and every year. It just happens right. to be you have a, a Heisman candidate that happens to be behind you. So I asked Cooper Mays this. I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm-hmm. How many sacks do you feel like were your fault last year that you said, oh, that's me, that's a oh, Jacob? Yep. Can't hide from that one. Um, I mean, there's definitely a couple times. Like, you get you get in some some sticky situations on the end just because – you know, like these guys are getting getting paid, right, to go rush the quarterback, essentially. And so, um, you know, there's some times when you just got to kind of try to hold up against, you know, a, a first, second, third rounder or whatever. You know, these guys that are in this league that are that are really good players. And, you know, sometimes you're able to and then sometimes you're not. Right. And so that was definitely a couple of times. I remember one time at Florida, like it was just just took a bad angle on my set and he got around me and and uh, got a hit on the quarterback and it was a whole thing. It was, and it's like, it's one of the most like frustrating, I guess. And like humbling things because like, that's, I don't know, like there's, there's different pride about your quarterback, right? Like you could hit my running back and like, he's tough. Like the quarterback's tough too, but like that's the running back's job, carry the ball, get hit. Right. Obviously I want to protect all my players, but it's, it's been so much of an emphasis, like, man, like that's my quarterback with the ball, right? Like no one's touching him. No one's hitting him. No one's like gonna hit him after the whistle. Like y'all, you see all these all these videos and stuff of, you know, someone kick, taking a cheap shot on the quarterback and then the whole offensive line running and like confronting the guy, right? Yeah. And like that's so real. Like that's really truly like how everyone feels about it because that guy is, you know, he's just another guy, but he's he's the most valuable player on the field for us, right? He leads everything. He he takes charge of everything. So uh, obviously protecting him is super important. But yeah, there's gonna be times when when you get beat. Um, it's about hopefully just him understanding that it's a mistake. He makes mistakes too, you know? So um, obviously we pick him up and we're like, dude, I'm sorry. And he's like, bro, don't worry about it. Like, let's go to the next play. Let's go to the next play. Like whatever. So that's, um, yeah. See, that's the thing, uh, Jacob. Hendon seems like a such, such a nice guy. I would really rather for the quarterback to, as I'm helping him up, say, what the bleep were you doing? You really blew it there. I mean, be a jerk to me, and then I don't feel right. as bad about it. No. Yeah, he, he's very much a patch on the – he's mad. Like, obviously, he's not happy. <laughs> like, you, you help him up, and he, he's not going to be like, it's okay, buddy. You know what I mean? But it's okay, like, He's not going to – right. Like, he understands. and But um, obviously, I don't know, number one priority for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, as when when you guys start to look at – upcoming opponents and do you look at the opener uh with with ball state i'm sure that's the first thing you look at but do you get any deeper into opponents or is it clearly a you know one opponent at a time like it it gets to be in the middle of the season yeah it's definitely a a one opponent at a time thing i think uh just especially the way that we operate on offense is you know every week we go into the week with a new game plan a new set of of plays or <clears throat> things tailored very specifically to 
to the defense that we're playing or whatever we anticipate their scheme's going to be. So um, kind of looking forward and looking weeks ahead would, would really mess up the offensive players, at least the skill players, because, um, you know, we have different rules based on, on the week. It could be the same play, but I line up in a different spot. And so if I'm jumping ahead to, you know, Pittsburgh or Florida, or whatever, you know, I could all it's it it just it doesn't allow me to play as, as fast. So I think taking that week by week mentality and like, let's just focus on Ball State this week and then let's focus on whoever and let's focus on whoever and then then just keep rolling. I think that's the best way to do it as far as uh, mentally um, being able to be ready for the game. I know at the time of this taping, we're still uh, more than a week away, but how much do you know, if anything, about Ball State right now? Um, I mean, obviously, we all, as, like, individuals go and are interested to go see, like, kind of what they look like, but we haven't gotten, like, super in-depth as to their personnel and, and haven't watched a whole lot of film on their scheme and stuff like that, and um, we'll obviously get into that as we go and get closer to the to game week, but... Um, yeah, just right now, just trying to get the basics, the basics down, learning how to how to watch film effectively, um, coming up with different strategies to to go throughout the week so that we're ready to mentally to play the game and and uh, understand what we're going against. So you've you've spoken very openly about how you plan for this to be your last year. And even though you would have another year because of covid remaining curious what the butterflies might be like, what are you expecting out of that? opening game as you go out there thinking hey this is my last time running through the tee at least this season yeah yeah no i think um just trying to understand that um if you're a christian you believe in god then and you understand just trying to put my my faith and my trust in god and just letting him handle all the things right he's been there he already knows exactly what's going to happen what my plan is and <clears throat> what like i can't sit here and stress about it because he's told me that it's going to be all right right like he's already taken care of it and so i'm just trying to practice that every day obviously it's nerve-wracking because there's a lot of question marks there's a lot of things that can happen that can go go wrong right but i'm just trying to do everything that i can every day um to put myself in the best position and then you know as we go um Obviously, we'll see where it goes, but uh, plan and expect to have a great season. So try not to get too nervous about it. But, yeah, it, it is somewhat, um, I guess, sentimental in a way. You know, my last fall camp ending and, you know, about to be the the last first game of the season, whatever. So um, it, it went through a similar thing in high school where it's kind of nerve wracking and then you get into it and it's just it's just ball at the end of the day. So. Good stuff. For Jacob Warren, I'm Dave Hooker. The Vol Report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. Bassey Lawn and Garden, they have the industrial mowers. They have the commercial mowers. They have it all right there at Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. They've got Toro. Toro, count on it. He's Jacob Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. This is a production of Off the Explore.